Hello and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine and I am your host um, reading today from Romans chapter 3. This is episode 24.5. Today is kind of packed full of good stuff. I have to say, again, I read ahead and uh, did my highlighting. Sorry, for some reason, um, every time I start up uh, doing, this is like the sixth time I've started over and I just can't seem to clear my throat. So I apologize uh, extensively. So I'll try to get through this, bear with me. So uh, chapter three, I feel like it's like, you know, goes from condemnation to salvation in like one chapter. So it's like soup to nuts. Um, So, but it also talks about God's faithfulness and how true he is. And so I just, it was, it was a good chapter and I'm looking forward to reading it uh, again with you. So, so thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, allowing me this opportunity and the privilege of being able to read through the Bible one chapter at a time with you. Um, So, because that's what Leap of Faith is. We do one chapter a day, five days a week. Um, And I I just find that it's refreshing to be able to just focus on that one chapter a day. So so, um, I am going to go ahead and pray because that's what we start out with always. And then we'll just dive right into chapter three. So uh, let's pray. Holy God, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for another day. Uh, Today here in California, it is beautiful and sunshiny and warm. I know that many places in the country are not feeling that warmth yet, but uh, it's coming, I promise. So, well, I can't promise, but I'm just assuming it is. Anyway, Lord, thank you for yet another day, another um, opportunity to read your word and to get to know you better. Uh, I'm so grateful and so thankful that you provide all of our needs um, before we know it. And Lord, especially for the gift of your sac- and sacrifice of your son Jesus on the cross. Uh, without him, we would have nothing. Uh, there's no salvation without him. So thank you for sending him to us uh, to be the example. Lord, I pray blessings over everyone out there who's listening. I pray you send more to listen and to be a part of this. Um, Guide and direct us uh, as we go through this moment in time, reading through your word, getting to know you more intimately, and um, just becoming more aware aware of who you are and and what you do for us. I pray blessings over all those out there, watch over them, and I pray that their needs are being met. I pray for healing, if healing is needed. I pray for financial uh, success. I pray for job opportunities, whatever those needs are that are out there. Uh, I hope that they, they get them sooner than later. Uh, Lord, you are faithful, you are so good to us, and we love you so much, and uh, we just pray that we can be the hands and feet of Jesus every day. Guide and direct us, um, order our steps, and help us to focus on what is most important according to what your will is. 
Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> okay, so let's start chapter 3, episode 24.5. God remains faithful. Then what's the advantage of being a Jew? Is there any value in the ceremony of circumcision? Yes, there are great benefits. For first of all, the Jews were entrusted with the whole revelation of God. True, some of them were unfaithful, but just because they were unfaithful, does that mean that uh, does that mean God will be unfaithful? Of course not. Even if everyone else is a liar, God is true. As the scriptures say about him, you will be proved right in what you say, and you will win your case in court. <clears throat> but some might say, our sinfulness serves a good purpose, for it helps people see how righteous God is. Isn't it unfair then for him to punish us? This is merely a human point of view. Of course not. If God were not entirely fair, how would he be qualified to judge the world? But someone might still argue, how can God condemn me as a sinner if my dishonesty highlights his truthfulness and brings him more glory. And some people even slander us by claiming that we say, the more we sin, the better it is. Those who say such things deserve to be condemned. All people are sinners. <clears throat> well then, should we conclude that we Jews are better than others? No, not at all, for we have already shown that all people, whether Jews or Gentiles, are under the power of sin. As the scripture says, no one is righteous, not even one. No one is truly wise. No one is seeking God. All have turned away. All have become useless. No one does good, not a single one. Their talk is foul like the stench from an open grave. Their tongues are filled with lies. Snake venom drips from their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. They rush to commit murder, destruction, and misery always follow them. They don't even know, I'm sorry, they don't know where to find peace. They have no fear of God at all. Obviously, the law applies to those to whom it was given, for its purpose is to keep people from having excuses and to show that the entire world is guilty before God. For no one can ever be right with God by doing what the law commands. The law simply shows us how sinful we are. Christ took our punishment, but now God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law, as was promised in the writings of Moses and the prophets long ago. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ, and this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. For everyone has sinned, all we all fall short of God's glorious standard, yet God, in his grace, freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. This sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past. For he was looking ahead and including them in what he would do in this present time. God did this to demonstrate his righteousness, for he himself is fair and just, and he makes sinners right in his sight when they believe in Jesus. 
Can we boast then that we have done anything to be accepted by God? No, because our acquittal is not based on obeying the law. It is based on faith. So we are made right with God through faith and not by obeying the law. After all, is God the God of the Jews only? Isn't he also the God of the Gentiles? Of course he is. There's only one God and he makes people right with himself only by faith, whether they are Jews or Gentiles. Well then, if we emphasize faith, does this mean that we can forget about the law? Of course not. In fact, only when we have faith do we truly fulfill the law. Well, that was just packed full of stuff as far as I was concerned, especially the second, like from 20, I highlighted everything from 21 down, 21 through 30, what is it, 33, 31? I highlighted that whole section. Um, see, all of it. Where am I at? Right there, all of it. Anyway, um, let's go back and <clears throat> start with, uh, first of all, the Jews were entrusted with the whole revelation of God. I mean, we know that from the Old Testament, that they uh, are God's chosen people. We know that. But God is the God of everybody, not just the Jews, you know, for anybody who believes, right? Which is what we just read. Uh, and then it says, you know, um, some of them were unfaithful, but just because they were unfaithful, does that mean that God will be unfaithful? No, of course not. You know, God is true. God is God. God is faithful. He is just. Uh, he says, he does what he says he's going to do. You know, um, that's who God is. And the more you read about, you know, him in your Bible, the better you get to know that. Um, then it goes on to, this I thought was interesting. To me, the human, this is like where it says, this is merely a human point of view. You know, they're saying our sinfulness serves as a good purpose. You know, the more we sin, the better it makes God look, you know, and shows how righteous he is. So they're trying to, I think, like this is their excuse to go and sin. You know, it's like, well, if we keep sinning, that just makes God look better. That's what it sounds like to me. So, uh, and then it says at the end, the more we sin, the better it is. Those who say such things deserve to be condemned because that's not right. You're trying to live a holy and righteous life not a life of sin you by doing the right thing by making good choices by giving god the glory that is how you give god the glory by by doing just that by living a good and righteous life not by living a sinful life so you know obviously the human side of our nature wants to say oh yeah just keep on sinning you know so here is the section like he's kind of pounding us, telling us, you know, all people are sinners. You know, well then, should we conclude that the Jews are better than others? No, not at all. Uh, for we have already shown that all people, whether Jews or Gentiles, are under the power of sin. Everybody is sinful. It doesn't matter whether you're a Jew or Gentile. It doesn't matter. No one is righteous. No, not even one. I mean, that just goes through like how... You know, they talk foul, like the stench from an open grave. They've got venom dripping from their lips. I mean, this is pretty harsh, right? And this is all from Psalms, if you go down into the little notation down at the bottom. And then, obviously, the law applies to those to whom it was given, for its purpose is to keep people from having excuses 
and to show that the entire world is guilty before God. The laws are there to keep us, you know, to remind us of what we're supposed to be doing right. You know, just like, you know, regular, you know, laws that we, not just godly laws, but normal laws like don't speed. You know, if you speed, you run the risk of, you know, getting into a car accident. Um, don't drink and drive because, you know, you could kill somebody. Um, you know, these are laws. You know, there are laws out there. You don't steal from other people because it's not yours. And that, a lot of these laws that we have are based upon, you know, the Ten Commandments. They're pretty cut and dry. Everything that's in the Ten Commandments is is what you're supposed to be doing. <clears throat> The law simply shows us how sinful we are, which is true, um, you know, by, because we tend to not follow the laws. And then I love the next section. It just goes soup to nuts. It tells us, but how God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law, as was promised by the writings of Moses. We are made right with God by placing our faith, faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, what your background is, what the color of your skin is, what your nationality is, what your religion is. You can, you know, you can be a Muslim and if you turn your life over to Christ, you are saved. That's, that's how we are saved, by placing your trust in Christ. Uh, for everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet, that's the, the one verse that I know. Uh, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Yet, God in his grace freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sin. For God presented Jesus as a sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus Christ uh, sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. Um, this sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past. For he was looking ahead and including them in what, uh, in what he would do in this present time. God did this to demonstrate his righteousness, for he himself is fair and just, and he makes sinners right in his sight when they believe in Jesus Christ. That's, that's the ticket right there. It's like all in a nutshell. It's amazing to me. He just put all of that packed into one little nugget. So I'm going to drop everything right here in this moment and just, I'm going to say, let's, if you haven't in this moment, put your trust in Jesus. This is your moment. This is your time. So I'm going to lead you in the prayer uh, before we get to the end of this and uh, give you the opportunity. So holy and heavenly father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I've sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his holy and perfect blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. I didn't earn it. I don't deserve it. But you came and you sacrificed and you shed your blood for my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I, put, uh, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I accept him into my heart. And I will follow my Lord Jesus from this day forward. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, if you said that prayer in this moment, doing exactly what Paul's telling us to do, um, you are saved. 
if you accepted him in your heart, you believe it, you said it out loud, that's salvation. And then you go out and you go live your life for Jesus. That's what you do. Uh, in whatever capacity that you find God is telling you to do it. So, uh, so I just wanted to put that out there before we finished. Um, I just, you know, I, I, I just, I hope and pray there are people out there that I hope and pray everybody who's listening is already saved. But if you're not, you know, say that prayer, uh, say it over and over again and, you know, keep reaffirming how much Jesus is so important it, it just oh my gosh I, I can't I can't say it enough <laughs> just <laughs> sorry I just get excited I excited I get excited thinking that there is somebody out there that might be listening to this who might become a follower I, I just get excited because that's just one more saint in heaven just one more believer that gets to go to heaven so uh let's move on I'm sorry so we so verse 27, can we boast then that we have done anything to be accepted by God? No, because our acquittal is not based on obeying the law. It is based on faith. That's huge. I mean, I, I underlined certain parts that I just thought were so important. I highlighted, but then I underlined. Um, so we are made right with God through faith, not by obeying the law. It's not about what we do. It's not about the good, it's not about works. I mean, you're supposed to do works, but getting saved is all about putting all your faith in the fact that Jesus Christ died on the cross for us and, and covered all of our sins. That's the bridge. That's the connection, you know, between us and God. After all, is God the God of the Jews only? Uh, no, he's not. Uh, is, isn't he also the God of the Gentiles? Of course he is. There's only one God, and he makes people right with him only by faith, again, whether they are Jews or Gentiles. Well, then, if we emphasize faith, does this mean that we can forget about the law? No, you can't forget about the law. You still have to be obedient to what God's telling us to do. Um, in, in fact, only when we have faith do we truly fulfill the law. So it all goes hand in hand, you know. Um, it's it's all connected, you know. You, you've you're faithful and because you're being faithful you want to obey the law you you want to do the right thing you want to be a, a the, the person that God has intended you to be so all right well I've rambled on I, I just thought this was a really good and really I love Romans it's really interesting um, tomorrow I'm gonna mention to Jeremiah there was a show that I watched on Amazon, I'm not promoting Amazon Prime uh, by all means, but if you happen to have Amazon Prime, it's free. Um, but anyway, there is a show that uh, follows the footsteps of um, Paul, and it it didn't. Um, I'll, I'll tell you about it tomorrow. But anyway, uh, it's it was a, it was a good show. I thought it was interesting. It was it was a documentary, and um, I, I thought it was interesting. Uh, because everything that we've been reading was mentioned, you know, uh, that, you know, Paul was born in Tarsus and that uh, he was a Pharisee. And I mean, he mentioned all of this stuff. It was really cool. Um, but anyway, um, 
So I'll, I'll bring that up tomorrow again. Uh, so Jeremiah should be joining us tomorrow. Uh, and uh, I'm excited to hear again. I keep saying I'm just excited to hear about his vacation and to get to talk to him again. So uh, that's it for today. Um, I encourage you to get to a church. If you did say, uh, if you did put your trust in Jesus today and you said the prayer, uh, get with somebody who can navigate uh, to the next step and answer any questions that you might have. Um, it's just exciting. I mean, I got excited just thinking, you know, I just such good stuff in here. Um, I just to get excited about it. So, all right, well, that's it for today. Um, I'm so thankful that you were able to join me today and get to hear uh, all about uh, how good God is and how wonderful and, and forgiving and gracious he is. So, uh, so that's it for today. I pray that God will bless you, uh, whether it's the morning, the noon, the night, whatever time it is that you're listening. Uh, just have a blessed time, blessed day. And I will see you tomorrow. Bye.